temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome. Bill Michael's show is on the air, and uh, we're back on the air this particular hour. Thanks for joining us. We certainly appreciate it for those that are taking a listen to us, no matter where it is you are, whether it's in the state of Wisconsin or outside of the borders or far beyond that. Thanks, uh, as always. A um, couple of different things to to get into. Um, you know, first and foremost, the uh, the – the Packers get a win yesterday. I'm, I'm starting to read through all of the emails that uh, we've received between yesterday's Green and Gold postgame show and today's, the beginning of today's show. And I'll read you some of them coming up here, you know, in just a moment. But it, it seems like, at least from those that are responding. Now, we know in today's day and age, those that respond more often than not respond via the negative or have things to point out that aren't necessarily working. Okay, think about all the times that you really respond to something. Nine times out of ten is negative. That's what we're conditioned to because when everything's right, it's right. It's like, okay, I'm good with that. It it doesn't inspire you to participate, you know. So we tend to point out and jump onto things that are negative. Uh, But James writes, um, I don't understand why people just want to point to the negative side. There's a lot of positive on this team as well, obviously. You look at a guy like Jair Alexander who is having a Pro Bowl season, so is Aaron Rodgers, and so is Devontae Adams. That is solid. I know it's not the same sack numbers between Preston and Zedaria Smith as last year, but Preston Smith did play better yesterday. It's good to see him in the mix. I would like to see Kirksey come back and get this team back to full strength to see defensively what they could do and then eventually get Alan Lazard back to help out Devontae Adams. Yes, they made a mistake by not drafting a wide receiver. They cannot go after Odell Beckham Jr. since his ACL is torn. There really isn't anybody else out there on the market unless you make a trade. Do you think the Packers would do so? And he's got dot, dot, dot. Of course not. That's not the Packer way. This team is what it is. It is in our face, and this is what we have to accept. You either jump on as a fan and hope for the best, or you sit with your arms folded on the sidelines and point out all the negatives and be miserable. It's your choice. Uh, appreciate the email, James, because it, it, you, you kind of summed it up in what a lot of people think. 
you know, you're 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 one or the other. You're either somebody that just enjoys it. You're just a Packers fan. You're just enjoying the wins. They're five and one. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. Supposed to do. They had the special teams mishap. Otherwise, maybe they they hold the score down a little bit. You know, instead of it being you know say 35 20, say maybe 35 17 or you know 35 14 or you know something like that. 35 you know 17 probably more so than anything. But you, you understand what it is I'm saying. So, okay, so you get a little bit more of a solid win. That's exactly what you're supposed to do against what is considered to be a bad team. Now, when it comes to trading for more talent, I'd like to think that there's something in the offing. You know, I mean, we talked, uh, you know, years ago about when they were considering Marshawn Lynch. And it was a deal that was out there, and then the Packers didn't make that deal. And people said, wow, just you should have gotten rid of, You should have went ahead and thrown A.J. Hawk into the mix. And then it was imperative that they didn't because A.J. became, first of all, he had his best season with the Packers that year, and he became the only real signal caller you had because everybody else was going down with the injury. So it was between him and Clay Matthews and a lot of other guys that they were bringing up from the practice squad because of all the injuries, and they ended up winning a championship. So sometimes the deals that they don't make turn out to be the best ones. I'm not saying that this is the case. I'm simply saying that it just – it really would have to be a deal that just blows them away for the Packers to make a deal. 855-830-8648. Got an email from here from Kelly, and I apologize this came in last week, and I I read it and I forgot all about it, and I wanted to make a note of it. Um, It says, Kelly, uh, big fan of yours. I've been uh, to the last couple of cigar dinners at Loopy's in Chippewa Falls, uh, but I live in Brookfield. Uh, I was there for the dinner last night, and Loopy's is closing this weekend. Now, this was this past weekend. If you remember, can you uh, throw a shout-out? I, I Now, they're still keeping the bar on the other side of town, but Loopy's High Shore Supper Club, I love that place. If I lived in that area, I would be there frequently. I, it's just such a cool place right there on the lake, and it's it's sad that it's closing. There's a lot of bars and restaurants that are closing because of what we're going through in today's day and age. And it's sad, but uh, shout out to Loopy, uh, man! I know it's a it's a labor of love when you open up a restaurant and you have staff and you have people that work for you, and so it's sad to see it go. And I hope somebody picks it up, and I hope somebody takes it and runs with it, and has the capital to keep it afloat for a while through all of this. But Loopy's High Shore Supper Club up there in Chippewa Falls, if indeed it did close, it is a sad, sad day. So uh, sorry to hear that. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Um, this one's from Brett who said, uh, I would like to see our high draft picks perform at their level and the expectation that goes with it. Uh, Gary Savage, Sternberger, Jackson have to be better than the undrafted free agents for this team to win and win consistently. Brett, appreciate the email. 855-830-8648. That's the phone number. Get a hold of us. Your thoughts coming out of yesterday when the Packers get a win. They got some style points offensively. There's no doubt about that. But whether or not they lived up to your expectation or it changed your mind, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Hey, don't forget also, coming up, speaking of the the, the Packers, we'll start talking more about this game. Uh, we'll start talking more about this game against uh, Minnesota coming up here uh, Thursday night. We got the, Thurs- uh, the Bill Michael Suttle coming up Thursday night. Looking forward to that. So put it on your calendar, 6 to 8 this Thursday night. It's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. And a no lingering aftertaste, only 100 calories. Cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, and strawberry flavors. Go to BudLight.com. That's BudLight.com. 
So there you go. Uh, a couple more here for you. Got a lot of people, I wanted to make sure we took care of the people that responded on Facebook as well because uh, I think it's imperative to make sure that you get your comments out there and uh, you're able to be heard. Uh, Pat says, uh, sorry, Bill, sorry that fans can't appreciate the road win no matter who, is it, who it's against. I guess people are looking for a 70 nothing shutout every week. Mike writes, uh, what about the onside kick that the Packers have problems with? Can't they clean that up? Uh, it, it, it was a problem yesterday. You're absolutely right. That and the block kick. The special teams did not have a good day. You are 100% correct. And we tend to overlook that because they ended up winning the game. But you are right. Uh, but then don't forget also the defense responded right after that. The defense walked away with a pick right after that. So uh, I give credit where credit's due there. Uh, Danny says the Tampa Bay game exposed our flaws. There was no pass rush after the second quarter. The secondary got picked apart. Nor could the wide receivers run their routes or catch passes when covered. It was a hard game to watch. We are no doubt a really good team, but work needs to be done to achieve that elite status. We are not elite. Connor says, I feel the same way as last year. They beat up on bad, mediocre teams. They get smashed by the contenders. Defense still can't stop the run. Rinse, wash, repeat. Corey says, not really. Don't feel good about this team. I need to see them do it against a contender, not a below 500 team. Uh, Nathan says, I feel a little bit better. Defense seems mediocre. A couple of big plays on a bad team. Who cares? Uh, Matthew says, nope, don't feel any difference than I did last year. They got destroyed by the Niners in the playoffs. Defense still seems soft, and we can't play from behind under Matt LaFleur. He looks like a deer in the headlights. Uh, Brad says, uh, they beat him. Yeah, yeah, it's Houston. Houston's garbage. Saints, about all that's worth bragging about. Uh, Devontae got his uh, stats padded, padded. That's nice. Well, so did Aaron Rodgers. That's nice, too. Vikings up next and should be a win as well. Schedule this season is another trick like last season. I'll believe it when I see it. Handling teams who have above-average offenses and defenses, that's what will tell you the story. Until then, don't wake me. That, that's, that's what people are saying about the Packers. So, again, you got to go out and prove them wrong, but that's where people's mentalities are right now. But I bet you you're still watching on the weekends, right? I bet you're still paying attention. Uh, Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. Come back. Ken on the north side of Milwaukee listening to us on the fan. Stay tuned. You'll be first out of the shoot when we come back. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. More right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Glad you're back. Hey, our friends at Van Horn Automotive. They want to remind you that uh, they want to buy your car. They want to buy your car, or if you're looking for it. And by the way, if you buy, they buy your car. No hassle to buy another one. You don't have to. Look, if you just want to sell it, off you go. That's fine. Get out. Take your cash and go home. But if you want to buy a new car, or buy a used car, or schedule, say, service and finance that service because times are tough. You can do all of that as well, whether you go into the dealerships, which they follow the CDC guidelines, and you can feel safe, 
Or if you want to stay at home and schedule everything, do everything online, you can buy a new car, buy a used car, find a car, any one of their dealerships in Wisconsin or over in Iowa, wherever you happen to be located. You can track it all down, trade in your car, finance the car, finance the service. Do it all online. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. And they're just good people there. They're family-born, employee-owned. Just go to VanHornAuto.com. So let's go to Ken, listening to us on the north side of Milwaukee. Ken, how are you doing today, buddy? What's up? Yeah, hey, Bill. Yeah, well, I just had a question. I just wanted to, what do you think of the Packers defensive line? You know, because it seems like with Montrevious Adams, uh, Kenny Clark up there, it seems like they might be uh, better. They, they're they pretty stout up, line, you know, up front there, and, you know, especially against the run. So do you think their defensive line is a little bit underrated? Or do you, I mean, do you think it's better than what we give it credit for? I don't think it's underrated. I think it pretty much is what we believe it to be. I think they've got an offensive line with a stout guy in Kenny Clark. You've got guys that make plays at times, but most around the league consider them to be just guys. There's nothing real special there. Uh, yesterday you saw a little bit more out of Preston Smith. Zedaria Smith still on and off throughout the season has been nursing that ankle injury. Uh, they figure out ways to move guys around. Uh, they run – you know, more nickel and dime at times than anything. They bring up a lot of support via the safeties and Adrian Amos at times. So they figure out ways, different ways to try to utilize the talent they have. But I think they are, you know, the to pardon the old Denny Green saying, I think they are who we thought they were. You know, I, I don't think there's anything real special, but I, I don't think they're terrible. But, you know, they still give up yardage against the run. They still, against good offensive front lines, Give up, uh, give up holes and give up yardage, and they have not been able to consistently figure that out. So um, that's kind of the way I feel about them, Ken. Um, is that that answer your question to, to to what you were thinking? Yes, yeah, and well, you know, well, I thought in general, I mean, Packer Nation thought that defensive front was pretty uh, pedestrian. And what is that linebacker, Kirsty? What is he? Kirksey, yeah. Well, hopefully in the next three weeks, um, but we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I he had some surgery on, you know, whenever you're talking about surgery, it just, you know, I've always said four to six weeks, six weeks usually the minimum for surgery. So hopefully he's back sooner rather than later. But uh, but if he does come back, then he's coming back at the end of the season when they're going to need him anyway, and that's when you start to get your group back to full strength. Appreciate it. Um, I, wanted to, I wanted you to take a listen to this because there's a lot of conjecture going on right now about the trade deadline and about which direction the Packers need to go. Not will go or should go, but need to go in many of your eyes. So take a listen. Yesterday after the game, a clearly agitated, frustrated, and angry J.J. Watt, this was his back and forth with the media. Take a listen. J.J., what's it like chasing Aaron Rodgers and getting close to him and then find out he's already completed a great pass down the field? What do you think that's like? Not, not great. JJ, we've kind of asked you these questions several times this year, but now you're going into the bye week at one and six. What are your feelings about this team going forward? Got to get better. JJ, as a leader, as a veteran on the team, what do you tell your teammates the way the state of the season, the state of the team right now, as far as uh, you know, holding it together, keeping it together? Show up to work and do your job. Hey, JJ, how would you assess your level of confidence in this defense and in this team right now, considering where everything is? 
I mean, we're one and six. You're, you are what your record says you are. I was. I, I understand that you don't coach or play DB, but could you speak to how the the injury to Bradley Roby just kind of threw things off for you guys in terms of whatever your game plan was today? No, I know nothing about that. Could you talk about the way Rogers played today and and compare it to the ways you'd seen him play earlier in his in when you guys played against him? He played very well today. What did he do that that made him play well? Threw the ball to the receivers and they caught it. JJ, y'all came close last week in the second half. Your defense had several stops in a row. So there was a chance something could happen if your offense could have done something. Do you see any light at the end of the tunnel for this team going forward? Just got to go to work, get better. How would you characterize your emotions at this point? Just kind of, I would say it's frustrating. It's tough. You're not accustomed to losing around here. Yeah, frustrated. I'm angry. I mean, sucks. I don't know. I don't know what else I'm supposed to feel. Thanks, JJ. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's JJ Watt after the game yesterday. And the speculation already going into that game was, should the Packers go in the direction of offense and an additional weapon for Aaron Rodgers or defense and continue to bolster a defense that could then support the offense uh, better? And it's easy to go after the flash that's the offense. But anything that helps your team win is a good thing. Okay, Uh, does a wide receiver put you over the top? It helps. It helps, but maybe not. Does another defensive end, a down lineman, help your team? A good one? Yeah, that really helps. Where could you use more help? And while I know some people want to see, you know, um, the development uh, Rashawn Gary and Montrevious Adams take that next step and such, and, and, and that would be great. But, you're again, you're looking for the here and the now. So would a guy like J.J. Watt, who is clearly frustrated, would that make sense to go out and get that guy? And as some people say, wow, you know, how many sacks did he have yesterday and what's he done? And Look, first of all, he had four tackles, two of them for loss yesterday. Does he make your defense better? Yes. Here's the reason why. Okay, now, first of all, he's a he's a cap hit. No doubt. Because after next season, well, put it this way. After this season, the Texans can cut him loose. There is no dead cap money on J.J. Watt. He becomes an unrestricted free agent in 2022. But after this season, you would absorb whatever's remaining on that $15 million, and you could let bless, let him go at the end of the season because there is no cap hit, okay, other than the fact that, you know, you're trading away probably draft choices. Uh, but if you want to retain him, you can. He's owed $17 million next year, but that is up for renegotiation, obviously. So J.J. Watt, dictates what you would do as a line. Because right now it's easy. You go double team on Kenny Clark, you let everybody else try to beat you, and then you make sure you're protecting the edge against Preston and Zedaria Smith. And the only thing you really got to watch out for is maybe, just maybe, they could come with a safety uh, a safety blitz on the outside, maybe something in the middle, but it's, it's few and far between. Okay? But you have Kenny Clark 
and a J.J. Watt and Zadarius and Preston, and then you fill it in with, insert name here, it does change the look of your 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 front. Does he make you better? Of course he does. Which then, if your front is better, that automatically makes your linebackers better and your secondary better. So if you have to pick one or the other, I don't necessarily say I've got to go offense or I've got to go defense. I say I've got to go to the player that's going to make the biggest impact on us. So in the Wisconsin world of dare to dream, would you go in the direction of J.J. Watt? If he's available at the right price, hell yes, I would. Yeah, of course. He's been banged up. He's been an injured player. No doubt about it. He's been a fan favorite. He does things both in the locker room and in the community that you absolutely positively love. He can be an asset as a veteran. And he's in the state that he grew up in. There's there's no downside to this unless you overpay. So for the people that are speculating about all of this, if he was available for the right price, yes, I would. Is he the same dominant player he was five years ago? No. No, but he's still going to – He's two things. He's going to dictate attention, and he still has the ability to shine. And if you use him right, you can preserve him. If he's not an every-down guy, he makes your rotation that much better. 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. Uh, real quick, let's go to Jim listening to us in Sparta. Jim, how you doing today? What's up? I'm doing well. My name is Tim, by the way. Um, oh, Tim, I'm sorry. Okay. That That's fine. Um, I hope you're having a great day, Bill. I am. Great. I love when the Packers win. I don't care how much they win by. I don't, <laughs> I don't care how little they win by. I care that they win. With right. J.J. Watt, the Packers are the only team that guy would go to. Um, he loves Houston. But he's from Wisconsin. He grew mm-hmm. up being a Packers fan. The biggest thing that J.J. Watt does for Green Bay is he makes Kenny Clark much more effective. You bring him on, in on second and third downs, and you have to chip him with somebody else. Mm-hmm. You have to not only block him, but he's going to occupy one and a half to two guys, which means that Kenny Clark takes two guys regularly which means that your um, Zedarius, the Smith brothers, Gary, whoever else you've got in there rushing the passer now is one-on-one, not two-on-one, not one-and-a-half-on-one. Um, I just I, I think that you could probably, um, with his drive, I think you could probably get him here. Uh, if you get him for one year, uh, I, I think that defense then becomes so much better because Montrevious Adams has proven over and over and over again he's not he's not stepping up. Lowry's okay, the other guys are okay, but they're just okay and if you're going to double Kenny all the time that's not a winning proposition for that defense. Correct. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe with you. Appreciate or wholeheartedly believe what you just said. Absolutely. 
if you bring in a guy like J.J. Watt, it dictates what others do because of the attention you have. I'm not saying he comes in and he's a dominant player and he's getting three sacks a game. What I'm saying is it can open up things for other players, much like when people wanted to get uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Still a quality wide receiver, not the same he was five years ago, but he dictates. You have to watch him. You know what I mean? You have to pay attention to him. Antonio Brown, if you bring a guy like that in, he hasn't been in the league two years, but he's still the name. He's a guy you got to watch. He dictates. You have to pay attention to him. You know, you don't – right now you can run just straight things at particular players and you don't have to pay attention to a guy. you got to pay attention to Kenny Clark, Zedaria Smith. Yeah. But you add in a J.J. Watt, it changes the dynamic. Uh, let's do this. Radio Joe Zenzola, he's going to tell us all about his vehicle experience. Here you go. Hey guys, let me tell you about my friends at Hyundai West Dallas. They are the number one overall store for customer satisfaction. And when you see what they're doing in the showroom and the service drive, you will understand why. The staff at Hyundai West Dallas takes your safety very seriously. You'll notice when you walk in that they're all wearing masks and they're wiping everything down. And when you bring your car into service, they even put steering wheel covers on so no germs are able to get past. That's really nice. Their showroom is always being clean. And don't worry, if you forget your mask at home, they have free ones just for you. So why do I say all of this? Well, it's pretty easy. It's just one more reason why you need to get your new car from Hyundai West Dallas. They have the lowest prices in town, the best inventory, and are the most respectful when it comes to your safety. They even have discounted prices, including on the 2021 Hyundai Palisade, the best-selling SUV around. Hyundai West Dallas is located just off of Highway 100 in West Dallas. Just a quick 15-minute ride from Waukesha, not too far from places like West Bend or downtown Milwaukee. And when you go in, if you mention my name, Joe Zanzola or Radio Joe, you'll receive an additional $500 off any new or used vehicle in their inventory. Hyundai West Dallas, where their ordinary needs to be extraordinary. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program. The Bill Michael Show continues on. This portion of the program brought to you by good friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Epoxy Flooring Done Right are looking to hire Sean and the gang. They are uh, they're doing a lot of good business right now. A lot of people are discovering that they do fantastic work and they warranty it for life. So if you're looking for a job and you need it, whether it's part-time or full-time, give them a shout. Uh, go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com and see for yourself what Sean and the gang have to offer. Over there, good, good people on many different floors and finishes and colors and stuff. He does great work. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. We bring in Eric Branchek at the Green Bay Press-Gazette now. And, Eric, uh, so what did this win yesterday do to you, or at least for your optimism? Well, geez, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, I don't know. It didn't really do a whole lot for me, honestly. I mean, they were playing a, a team that was not very good, uh, that to me appeared uh, kind of has given up. And, uh, I, for me, it, I, it didn't show a whole lot. It showed me, um, I guess what I got from it most of all was, um, Hey, that, uh, 
maybe Kamal Martin is a pretty good football player. I really like him there at the linebacker spot. But, you know, that's really it. Yeah, well, one other thing too that's a little controversial, but uh, they need another receiver, I believe, if they're going to try to try to get to the big dance. Yeah, they. Uh, I really believe. Now, let me ask you this, because we were just talking about this. I know J.J. Watt's unhappy, and there's a lot of rumors about him maybe possibly leaving uh, Houston if indeed they decide to trade him. Uh, albeit at the end of the season, they can pretty much cut him loose, and it's not going to cost him anything. But uh, it, would you trade for a guy like J.J. and put him on that defensive front? Yeah, that could help a little bit. I, I, I think if they're going to, you know, I was up until yesterday, I was a firm believer that, you know, they could get by on offense with what they have. Uh, they got, you know, probably the top quarterback or very close to the top quarterback in the league, and they got enough around them to make them deadly. But that big, that drop by uh, MVS there in the fourth quarter that, or that is just like a little nine yard out, it hit him in the hands. You know, that's hard. That's hard to deal with. You know, I, I, you know, he ran the route okay, which was some of his bugaboo for a while, but they hit him in the hands and he drops it. And that's, yeah, you know what? They're, they're up, they're winning and it, it's a, by a wide margin. Is it something that really is going to kill you in that particular game? No, but what about in San Fran or, you know, pick a game down the road that's important and you have a guy that you can't trust to catch the football and, and your other guy that you can trust to catch the football has got three guys on him. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, I, I think, I think, you know, having, having Watt would be great. I think that's, that's fine, but I think they need, they need to get a receiver. Um, if there, is there anybody, first of all, in particular that you're thinking about? Well, the Fuller kid uh, out, of, out of Houston, that guy, I, I think, would be okay. I think they need to get a third, fourth-year guy, someone that's not going to be too expensive, but can catch the football. Nobody lets those guys go, right? Uh, but there's a, you know, there. I don't know. Sounds like Michael Thomas might be on the block down in uh, New Orleans. I mean, so there's there's guys out there that you might be able to get, um, and I don't know who comes in and helps this this team, but you know somebody that you can that you can count on to catch the football uh, in a big spot is is what they it, and I don't know if he's even out there to be honest with you so offensive line wise what did you think of the play yesterday well there's a couple times where Watt made those guys look silly that's for sure uh, that third that third and one play where uh Watt's been screaming through the backfield and got him out of from got uh, Williams for a minus 3 that one, that one was pretty ugly, uh, but it was the kind of the, what you expect. Uh, the you know, guard center guard was pretty good, good football play, and I think Turner was was just good enough. But I think if you if you really dissect it and look at it, that ball was coming out of there pretty quick yesterday. He wasn't uh, Rogers was not hanging out of the football, and that was not by chance. That was so that he doesn't get pummeled uh, like he did the week before in Tampa Bay. But so. I thought they were just good enough. They opened up some holes in the run game, that's for sure. You know, Jamal Williams is that kind of running back where he's going to get you what you block. And, you know, he's not going to do a whole lot and get you a whole lot extra. Um, so, you know, I thought there were some, some bright spots there. And, and I think in the passing game, the guard center guard spot was really, really good. They were a little flimsy on the outside at times. But, uh, you know, the design for the, the day was we're going to get the ball out of there quickly so, they don't, so that Rogers isn't picking himself off the carpet the entire afternoon. And, and it worked. Um, the you, you talked a little bit about the need for an additional wide receiver, but we did see the tight ends get involved heavily yesterday, at least uh, you know numerous throws. You saw Sternberger get involved. Obviously, you still see Tunyon 
doing his thing. Uh, Mercedes Lewis had a couple of passes in his direction yesterday. Uh, have we now figured out that the, the way to use the tight ends, in your opinion? Well, I mean, some of that stuff was some, some pretty hardcore play-action pass stuff. <clears throat> um, they were able to, to utilize the seam a little bit. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think they still need to throw the ball to the tight ends more than they do. You know, I'm just going to say that just because, you know, you got your star out there and you know how important he is. And he, you, know, you watched that football game yesterday afternoon and you saw how important Devontae Adams is. And, and the numbers and the stats and all that stuff are great. But I, as, as a head coach, do I want my guy getting the opportunity for injury that Often, I mean, I, I think if he got ten targets a game, that would be okay. Probably eight to nine would be where you'd really like it to be. Um, but thirteen plus, I, I think to me that now we're looking at injury risk and uh, playing playing deep into the playoffs. Uh, you know, I, they got to do they got to throw somewhere else. Uh, but the problem is someone else has got to emerge that can catch the football other than a tight end group. There has to be somebody. Um, uh, on the perimeter, that, that and maybe it's Lazard when he comes back from his injury. Maybe that's the answer. Uh, but yesterday it was really apparent that having a, an additional guy uh, that you can trust to catch the football is really going to be important. Defensively speaking, I, I really like what's going on in the secondary. Uh, Jair Alexander is gone kind of, you know, in an essence, unnoticed because his number's not being called. They're not even throwing at the guy hardly anymore. How good has he emerged? Uh, he's like a wet blanket, huh? You can just put the fire out in a hurry. I really like the way he plays football. Not only not only the fact that he can cover a pass, but he comes up and sticks his nose in the run game too. And that's really, uh, you know, that's, that's that's important for making sure that you don't have those big runs that rip off and that really hurt your defense. Uh, the other guy that I think that's playing really good right now is uh, Josh Jackson. I think he's really doing a nice job on the perimeter, and you know, he's not. Uh, he gets a little handsy. I mean, that, that's kind of he's figured out how he's going to fit into this pro game, pro game a little bit. He's got to be physical on the line of scrimmage, and he's got to be be physical because he's not a flat-out, you know, straight-line burner. So his his game is going to be a physical game, and he's probably going to get picked up for for uh, some penalties, and you got to expect that. But I really like the way he plays around the line of scrimmage, too. I mean, he's not afraid to, to go up and make a tackle behind the line, and that's, that's what you really want to have is, uh, um, against – Teams like, especially the Texans, but as you're going through in your uh, through the season, you want to be able to make sure that you can count on those guys on the perimeter to come out and make a play once in a while, and not just run around in field. And both of those guys have shown that they can do that. And quite frankly, Kevin King before the injury was doing just that as well. Um, I, I wanted to go back to you had talked a little bit about uh, the the run blocking up front. Uh, Jamal Williams. I don't know what the number is going to be. But he continues to impress, and I know he's uh, you know at the end of his deal. What do you think it's going to take to retain his services? Because I, I mean, as much as I know, they want to press AJ Dillon. They want to get him involved, and they want him to do big things. Do you hang on to Jamal Williams and what he's been able to produce? That's that's a that's a tough tough call. I'm, I'm glad you asked that question because I, I think he's a he's a steady Eddie guy kind of guy. You know, you know what you're going to get from him. He's not gonna he's not gonna bust any seventy yards. Okay, he, he, his small area uh, quickness is not what what Aaron Jones is, and so he's get the type of running back that's gonna get you the, the the yards that are in front of him. He's not gonna leave anything on the field, but he's not gonna do anything special um, when there's no blocking there, or maybe take that eight yard run to a twenty yard run or the 
15 yard run to a ticket all the way. That's not the type of running back he is. Um, he's, he's steady in the passing game. He blocks okay, pretty. I mean, pretty well. He's had a couple blunders here recently, but um, he's he's in the right spot at the right time, which is the probably three quarters of the battle. Um, and he had the drop yesterday in the flat that looked kind of ugly. But um, you know, I'm I'm not so sure. You know, I kind of disagree with you. I, I'm not so sure he's he's someone you kind of want to have, maybe just to have, because he's a steady Eddie type guy. Um, but I don't think you say, well, I'm going to keep him over Jones anytime. You know, that just to me right. is, is, doesn't make sense. And I think that that at that position group, you got AJ Dillon, and it's that that is a young man's position group. And I think you can only keep too many uh, old fellers back there. Right, no doubt. Good stuff as always. Appreciate it. We'll talk again soon. Okay. All right. Have a great week. Thanks a lot. See you, pal. There you go. Eric Branchick of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. you got some awards that are being doled out as the uh, as the postseason begins to wrap up and whether or not uh, the L.A. Dodgers actually get to the championship tomorrow night. We'll wait and see. But in the meantime, there's some other MLB awards that are being thrown around, and we'll talk about who won one. That's next on the Bill Michael Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department at cuw.edu slash veterans. Here's Mike Clemens. The Packers get the win, 35-20 to 20 over the Texans. Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams had a career-high 196 yards on 13 catches and two touchdowns who got it going early in the first quarter. That was something that we aimed to do, come out and kind of hit on all, all cylinders early and, you know, get me going so that I can be able to produce for this offense. The Packers won without several starters, including left tackle David Bakhtiari and running back Aaron Jones, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. So I was looking over practice, I think it was on Friday, and I counted, I think, eight starters, you know, the beginning of the year that they were in the rehab group. You know, that's not not always the best feeling, but, you know, part of this league is next man up, and we need guys to step in and play well. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. I just think we're a resilient group. These guys rallied around each other, and injuries are a part of the game, and you have to have that next man up mentality. And you know they've been working hard. So Green Bay improves to five and one. They host the Vikings next. The Texans fall to one and six. A tough year for J.J. Watt, who only needed one sack to reach 100 for his career, but fell short. J.J., what's it like chasing Aaron Rodgers and getting close to him, and then find out he's already completed a great pass down the field? What do you think that's like? Not, not great. That's J.J. Watt. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. Well, we saw Brett Phillips the other night, uh, a former brewer involved in Game 4. As uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays came from behind and won that ball game on a walk-off, couple of errors, and a tremendous, tremendously exciting game. The way they just kept battling back and battling back, and then the Dodgers won last night behind a really solid effort from Clayton Kershaw, who continues to – he's got two wins now in the World Series. He continues to silence the critics about his inability to get the job done in the postseason. And then uh, Devin Williams. 
Devin Williams, in case you did not know. The Brewers' own Devin Williams wins the NL uh, Reliever of the Year. How about that? How about that? Brewers getting a little bit of recognition, you know? Nice stuff there. Devin Williams, the 2020 Milwaukee Brewers season report card on the Reviewing the Brew and also Madison.com. And you look at a lot of the different articles about how well he pitched. Named the National League Reliever of the Year. Caps a nice season. Uh, For the third consecutive season, the Brewers can lay claim to the top bullpen weapon in the National League. Nice stuff. His first, uh, uh, first rookie, by the way, and first pitcher without a save to win the award in either league, but he was unbelievably solid. Unbelievably solid. So uh, good stuff. Good stuff from Devin Williams. So he, uh, the Brewers have some cornerstones, man, when it comes to their pitching. There's some good things to point to and be optimistic about going into next season, without a doubt. So I'm nice, nice, kind of a win-win-win weekend if you're a Wisconsin sports fan, I would say, you know? With what Graham Mertz did in his debut, and not just uh, the mention that, that Graham Mertz played well, but the, the defense played well. They get the win over Illinois, who really kind of put a, a stain on the season last year for the Badgers. So they get they extract some revenge there out of Camp Randall. That was solid. Packers getting a win. Devin Williams getting a win. Successful weekend when it came to sports. Just an exciting weekend. So there you go. Hey, we are going – got to talk about it, right, a little bit. I mean, granted, Bostic with the shot to the head of Andy Dalton yesterday needed to go down and be ejected from that game. But uh, but the, the Dallas Cowboys are awful. I mean, really, really, really bad. And we're going to hear from uh, – we're going to hear from the Decipher Machine and Mike McCarthy coming up. Not to mention – then we're also going to get our own Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, in here as well. We'll talk with him about this team. A lot more to get to. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 